Welcome to Don't Embarrass a Family Name, where we share our crazy and very relatable stories from our lives. Remember when you are younger and your mom would drop you off at your friend's house and she'd roll the window down and say, Don't embarrass the family name. We heard that all of our lives. Join us as we share our stories on how we navigate through our chaotic lives while trying not to embarrass the family name. Okay, we are getting into our sophomore year, moving on up in the high school train to the east side. (laughs) Gosh, sophomore year was a pretty, pretty crazy year. I think it was like the year of like growing, like as as far as like, because I know like you kind of like throughout your life will have those moments and stuff, but like high school, like as far as like growing up and like kind of like figuring yourself out, that kind of happens a lot more your sophomore year Um, because you're not like stressed out about like school and like all the like environment stuff. You're now concerned about social life. Like who can I hang out with? What kind of friends should I make? Well, and you're a little more comfortable, like you have your freshman year already done and with time you just start feeling more comfortable there. You start making more friends. I mean, even we talked about last year, freshman year being the year of us not really having (laughs) friends, uh, both of us and how that just like grew and developed. But I remember you mentioned a few different times of how yearbook Oh, your book saved me, like, in high school. Like, that was, like, my godsend. Um, Well, honestly, I forgot about this part, too. But freshman year to sophomore year, me and Casey went on, like, a yearbook camp, summer camp. So mom mom came with us. It was me, mom, Casey, and, like, I think, like, maybe two other people from the high school um, yearbook squad or class or whatever. But we went to the summer camp at um, University of San Diego. Oh. Or maybe it was U.S. SDSD or I don't remember. It was one of the universities in San Diego. But we would fly there and they'd pick us up. We'd go stay in the dorms. And for about a week, we would be planning what our layout for the next year would be. So Casey and I, and I, I'm pretty sure it was just Casey and I. I really can't think of who else was there. But it was really cool because Casey and I got to dorm together in one room. And then mom was like with like the chaperones and stuff like that. So she had her own room. Um, but it was really cool. We got to like design everything. We They had like courses that you could do they had all these other schools that were there but you kind of it was kind of just like a camp that you would go and plan out the year (coughs) sorry um but what was great about that is that because they only had one class we knew that if you signed up for it and got the class not a lot of people took it (laughs) (laughs) um you were guaranteed the fifth lunch period because it was fourth fourth period was yearbook so that you could kind of utilize the time for that fourth period lunch to go and like do interviews and take pictures and socialize and stuff and then you would have your lunch right after and then you could either work more in the classroom which Casey and I did from time to time um but what was great about that is Casey and I we kind of cheated the system knowing that we'd be able to take the same class we told Amanda about it and Amanda joined too (laughs) so there were three cousins and brown cousins all in one class (laughs) three of us in one class and it was so much fun though because I am my most comfortable around Amanda like in in those type of settings I mean we did sports together all all like when we were younger and I would only be on her squad or her team and stuff (laughs) like that so I was always doing something a year younger because I didn't like doing things by myself I'm sorry. You're going to have to cut a lot of those out. I'm so sorry. Um, But it was, it was awesome. You know, she really helped me feel more comfortable at school without 
with like still giving me like my time because like it was only one class we had one class together and lunch together so we were able to have lunch and everything together but it just made me feel like more comfortable in my skin and everything like that I had someone who was there that kind of understood and like just felt it just felt so I don't even know. It was like easy for you. Yeah, it was so much easier. Yeah. You know, the first year was so hard. And and you were like the pro at that time, probably too, because you had gone through Mm -hmm. it and you were comfortable and you kind of had an idea of what like the curriculum was. You know what I mean? You you knew that you had like an end goal and something that you had to complete and finish. And if you didn't, then people wouldn't have your books. Yeah, exactly. So it was actually super fun. We actually were able to like, um, well, most of the cousins did sports and stuff like that so we would go to all the sporting events we would pull people out of class we would go to lunches we would literally have two lunches so if we were hungry we'd go get snacks and stuff that fourth period <laughs> or pizza or whatever was like warm and then we'd still have fifth hour and stuff so it actually was like a really great class i really liked it i hated the teacher she really? was the worst teacher she was so moody and so mean like Did people she legit maybe hated her. Contribute to some of your moodiness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Probably. She, no, like she, that kind of makes sense. Like she was like, oh, she taught me how to be like pretty fierce. I'd say like, but she was snappy and she just like, I don't know. She just wasn't great with kids. I'd say. You're like you're a teacher. You're great at teaching, but just not with children. Yeah, well, not <laughs> or kids. well, they're teenagers. So. Yeah, but that was probably it because we were snappy with her back. Mm-hmm. We're like, um, you don't have to talk to us like that. Like, <laughs> was it was this the year that you had taken the picture of? Didn't you do something for Jay and Joe, and then you also did something with Roman? Yeah. So, because <laughs> it was their senior year, I think. Yeah, yeah. By that time, or maybe that was freshman year. But, um, I would take yeah, I would take Roman out of class. I would be like, oh, I need to pull him to do like an interview for yearbook and stuff like that. Or I'd even. I because most of the people that were in your book would also sometimes do newspaper. I would just use that for something too. I'd be like, oh, I have to pull him for newspaper real quick. <laughs> and I but I would I'd pull him out of class and I would like ask him random shit and keep him out of class for like a few minutes and then he'd go back in. It was always cool. Like I'm looking back, like that was the fun time to like pull people out of class because I mean no one wants to stay in class in general. But when you have like a student, a fellow student pull you out and they just have to ask you a couple of questions and you're like, that's it. And I'm like, yeah, if you want to hang out here for a couple of minutes, you're good. But. Right. Kill some time, not have to go back. I remember, I think that was the year that you had the twins, um, like the oh, twins the room. category. So I, because I, I was out of school at that point. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I think I took your camera. I think I even went to take the yeah. picture for you. <laughs> I think, yeah, I remember. Yeah, because like, honestly, like. So, like, you were assigned certain pages and you'd have to get them done by, like, there'd be deadlines. So, like, we would slowly, progressively make the yearbook in, like, I think it was, like, 16 or 32 pages at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you'd ha- have, like, a layout of, like, whatever the topic was. And I'm pretty sure mine was on twins. And I was like, perfect, Jay and Joe. This will be easy. Again, I'm really shy, though. Like, still kind of working on that. So, yeah, I made you go. I'm like, yeah, I remember because you're like, again, I don't even go to the school at this point. <laughs> I'm graduated. I'm like, deuces. I have nothing to do with that school. And then I remember you gave me the camera and you're like, just go take a picture of their room. So I went to Jane Joe's house. And it's funny because they're both twins. And I don't know, I kind of forget that they're twins sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but their rooms were right next door to each other. So I was able to take a picture outside of their room doors <laughs> of the two of them sitting on their beds and mm-hmm. you could see both of them into it. But that night was actually the first night that the first picture of that Roman and I ever took. Really? Yeah. It was um. on that camera because I remember I 
printed it out and gave it to him for like some holiday or something like that. But if you were never in your book, then we would never have our first picture. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) One of the other big days kind of talking about high school in your book was the dances. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the dances. I feel like this year was when we went all – like I went out all out for dresses. Mm -hmm. One one specific dance that I remember is the Valentine's Day dance. Mm, Okay. Um, Amy and – uh, me had these like beautiful mm. they were bright red um, like a bright darkish red yeah they were like a romantic red a romantic like, if you could think deep. of a romantic rose red that or like i think of like the bachelor yeah that's what i think of like a beautiful dress that like you would wear on the bachelor yeah. i don't even watch that show it was very <laughs> sparkly like full length in the back it was like a v-neck in the back so it just barely hit like above your like lower back it was so pretty it was so pretty so We've I've talked about this on the podcast before. How I'm pretty clumsy. <laughs> um, I just don't pay attention a lot of times when I walk. So Tara and heels in a long, very sparkly, pretty dress. First of all, the sparkles got everywhere. Like you could mm-hmm. track where Tara and Amy were because <laughs> you would just follow the sparkles, and you're like, oh, that's where they are. I found them. Um, but I remember we were getting ready for a Valentine's Day dance, and it was actually before we could drive because. We were getting into um, Amy, or Amy's parents, Bernie and Richard. They uh, they had like a truck at the time and I was getting into the truck and I wasn't paying attention. And I was just walking like I was on a mission to get into the car, again, trying to not fall. And I stepped over a cactus and literally my full length dress got caught oh, God. on the cactus as we're like needing to like leave to go to the dance (laughs) and so i remember luckily i was just able to kind of like pull it off with Mm -hmm. no thorns and like i didn't it was just one of those like small like dome looking cactuses like you i mean i stepped over it probably hundreds of times but i'm never wearing a dress full length like gown dress it's an adorable picture though because i I think someone took a picture of it yeah so we took a picture (laughs) i have a picture of me like stuck on the cactus like looking backwards (laughs) just mortified and then i was like i was pretty much just like take it off like (laughs) so we just took it off and ended up going over to the dance but that that was a fun dance we have some cool pictures of us i'm getting ready i feel like i took all of my pictures for our dances like especially sophomore and junior year they were all taken at at bernie and richards i think the as far as uh sophomore year that's when so amanda was in high school by then with us Mm -hmm. and so we had katia join us she went to where'd she go she went to mesquite high so um she came with us to one of our dances so that we could like all go together and like have fun and everything she Mm -hmm. knew a couple of our friends that went to dv and everything um and then i don't know how it happened but then mia which is roman's sister mia ended up going with us too and mia was dating my like former best friend like there was no problems or anything like he was one of my best friends for a really long time hayden so it was like Hayden and Mia went together and then it was me, Amanda, and Katie together. And we have like this picture like all going down the stairs. And it's so cute because like we all kind of like knew each other from like a really young age. Like Hayden was dating Kelly at a really young age. So we knew him in what, fourth grade? Yeah. Fifth grade? Yeah. Well, and what's even crazier is so Mia is my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. Roman's sister. And Roman and I weren't really dating back then. Yeah. I honestly – Well, we were – we actually like know – No, you're pretty – yeah, because this was probably beginning, beginning of sophomore yeah. year. And it, no, it was 
Yeah, because we must have just been starting to date because it's just weird because I don't remember like me saying like, hey, Mia needs to go to the dance yeah, with you no, guys. It, it was, was nothing like that. No, it was like, I, I mean, me and Mia approached me in middle school and was like, hey, I know um, your sister. And I was like, <laughs> weird. I, I don't really know you. Um, and then I like told you about her and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's just like someone I know. <laughs> like just like brushed it off. But um, I don't like I think she was friends with one of Kelly's friends. Like it was just kind of the like, group. yeah, it was like connection some way. And then um, me and Hayden were friends for such a long time. And then when I found out that he started dating me, I was like, oh, my God, that's like someone that my sister's like kind of seen. That's her, her um, his sister. So it was kind of like piece together. We just thought it was really cool, a really fun way to do it. And we were looking through pictures the other week, the mm-hmm. other weekend, and I saw one of the pictures and I was like, oh my God. Like, I barely remember that dance as it was, but I definitely remember us all taking the picture at Amanda's house mm-hmm. and just going together and having fun. We, I honestly don't even think we stayed very long because it just took so long for us to like take pictures and like get there and everything like that. But I, I really value those memories and stuff like that. Because even, like, Mia lives far across the country now. she's in New York. New York and everything. I know, though, like, if I were to ever visit New York or if I were to ever just randomly, if she was in the same, like, city or something like that, I would absolutely love going out with her. Like, that was so fun because, like, that's just how Mia and I were. There were multiple times when she lived in uh, Flagstaff that I would go up and spend time with her. Yeah, it's just – it is crazy to have a picture yeah, so long ago. From so long ago. I showed Honey the picture and I was like, who's that? And because I pointed I, – I like did that with a lot of the pictures. Mm-hmm. I would point it out. First of all, she thinks that me and Amanda are the same person <laughs> for some reason. Like all of our pictures, she's like, oh, that's uh, that's Amanda. And I was like, nope, that's me. <laughs> but yeah, I showed her Mia and she's like, that's Mia? But it just looks so different because she straightened her hair. And mm-hmm. I mean, Mia has beautiful curls, exactly like Honey. Like Honey has really curly hair like Mia. Yeah. Um, but it's just so funny that we have that picture to to remember forever. Yeah, it was two years before you guys even got married. Yeah. Because I was sophomore year. So I just it's wild to think about like those little memories and stuff. It really is. Do you do you remember your first job when you were in sophomore? I do. Yeah. So my first job it was called Java Jive. It was like this little like small breakfast place in the foothills. Was um, it breakfast or coffee? It was kind of both. Yeah. So it was like a morning place. So like um <laughs> I would have to get there at like four a.m. Oh, on on saturday and sunday morning so dad would have to wake up drive me to work i'd be there until like 2 30 every day and then he'd have to come pick me up oh my god weekend um i loved that i loved it though um the place was like a family-owned place so i didn't really like the management but um i didn't know this at the time oh my god i can't believe this i didn't know this at the time but um i like went in for my interview they're like great you start on saturday so-and-so is going to be training you get here be ready. Okay, great. I get there. Remember what I was talking about last episode, how we would like go to shows and stuff and like some bands would like be like people at my high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was one of the guys in, in the band and I, <laughs> I really liked this guy, like really, really <laughs> liked him. And so I show up like at 4am, like not prepared for anything and he's there and i'm like i am about to shit my pants <laughs> i cannot believe 
out of everyone in this entire tiny town, this is who you picked to train me on my very first job. I was like, oh my God. I, I couldn't remember anything that day. You're just staring at him. You're like, yes. Like, what yes. is going on? What do you want on? me to do? <laughs> what? It was, it was terrible. But uh, uh, later to find out, I was he was training me for his position. So oh, really? He, yeah, he was only there one day and he quit. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. We just realized when we were doing our outline that we worked in the same area. So in yeah. Foothills, Kayla worked at Java Jive. Java Jive, Java yeah. Jive. And I worked at the McDonald's right near there following in good old mom's footsteps. <laughs> um, I feel like I started a little bit before I was 16, but I remember working at McDonald's and just – there's something when you work in fast food, and if you've worked in fast food before, you know this, you just have this smell, smell. like mm-hmm. it lingers in your in your clothes and mm-hmm. in, in everything. And I just remember it was like the fry and like oil, scent. oil yeah. scent that just would never leave. And then one of the worst parts, so of course, like I would close because I had school in the mm-hmm. morning and then yeah. every so often I would work like an earlier shift on the weekends if they needed the help, but I was mainly a closer. I freaking hated closing, mainly because you're want, you're like trying to clean everything, but it's like filled with mm-hmm. oil yeah. and then the ground is slippery. Yeah, that like, oh, So you, you can't, like when you're sweeping and mopping, it's just it's ugh, it's so gross. I mm-hmm. don't miss. I hate sweeping and mopping in general, but like I do not miss like trying to get the like slime up, slime up, and then cleaning the freaking um, play area was Ew. the same thing. You like it's just like it's this like filmy, like an oily film kind of. Yeah, I don't know what it is, and I hope nowadays that they created some sort of cleaning. <laughs> solution where you can actually like clean it but it never felt clean it just felt like you were rubbing it all Mm. around and it was just like especially behind the counter because you would drop shit like you would have you would drop like drinks or whatever it may be and it would just be disgusting Mm. like you would find old fries on the ground like it i struggled with eating at mcdonald's for a while after i ended up quitting because i was like i i can't do this i did meet some cool people like I remember meeting a few people that actually went to the same school and that were a little bit older and that started a few different like you know how when you when you're in high school and you meet new people and then all of a sudden you like hang out with them a few times and that's like a whole different crew of people mm-hmm. so especially like as you start getting into parties and stuff like that if nothing's going on with this one crew of people you can reach yeah. out to like this this other crew of people um I also remember like 16th birthday that was right around this year oh sweet 16 well and mine was during the summer so everybody had their 16th birthday and was Mm. driving before way before way before like my birthday is in june actually the end of this month my birthday is june 26th um and so i when we when i think about my 16th birthday i do remember getting my license right around my birthday i think it was a few days after um, the driving test and everything I did pass the first time. So the last Good. episode I talked about my permit did not pass <laughs> the first time. Uh, driving, I did. I just felt more comfortable driving. And like we talked about the rocket ship or sp- <laughs> spaceship from the last time. And I pretended that I was one and I ended up passing, which was really nice. Um, but I do remember my 16th birthday. I think we just hung out at Bernie and Richard's house. I thought I was the coolest 16-year-old because my mom let me drink wine coolers. <laughs> Which wine coolers are, I don't know, would you say it's kind of like the hard seltzers now? 
a little bit. Maybe. Um, it's like a, what? it's like a Smirnoff ice. So, you know, when you ice people. Yeah. It just wasn't like a spritzy. Like it wasn't like a carbonated sort of thing. It, it went down more smoother. Yeah. It tasted Do like freaking juice. This? I don't know. If they do, we should, we we should, should. We get some for like yeah. back in the day. I'd definitely be down to. Because honestly, I'm not a very, I don't like carbonation. It kind of like just. Yeah, no, and these the were easy to down. drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were real easy going down. You, you could, I could kill like a four pack and be like, so <laughs> so fine. Um, but yeah, I remember that was my 16th birthday. And then for my present, uh, dad took me and Amy to Warp Tour. And that started oh. my Warp Tour obsession, which Warp Tour, I think we had talked about in the first episode. Um, it is a, I would call it a festival. Yeah. Yeah. A festival, but it's all like punk rock, mm-hmm. uh, alternative, music, yeah. like I- exactly anybody that was in that scene at that time. You could go see mm-hmm. everybody all in one day, and it was it was perfect. It's hot, like super hot. We live in Arizona, and they do it what in June? Oh yeah, they do it in June. So it's hot it's right around balls. my birthday. It's terrible. Like why of any time of year? Why are you going to pick June in Arizona? It's well, it's me. like summer concert. I guess series. it's like oh, that, uh, yeah, because everybody's off during sense. the summer. <laughs> Um, but no, it was, it was, I just remember being so, having so much fun, but dad literally had to hang out at Warp Tour the entire day, but I think he was just chilling and drinking beer and like listening to music, like having the time of, the time of his life. And I remember leaving that concert and we were like trying to find our car or something. I think dad let Amy and I wait at the entrance and our dad is such a gentleman. I think he went to like go get the car and came to pick us up. I love him. I do too. But I remember being on such a high after that concert and I think it was because I was downloading and like we talked about mixes and I was Mm -hmm. making all these different mixtapes and discovering all this new music and I got to see all of them live and it's such a different intense experience which is why I'm so obsessed with live music but yeah that was the first time I went to Warp Tour was my sophomore year for my 16th birthday. What was your 16th birthday? Um, So I I share my birthday every year. Like clockwork, I share it with Matt. So um, I'm pretty sure we we kind of like as far as like um, like with the family on on my actual birthday, I went and got my driver's test done, and the first thing that they have you do is do the parallel parking, and that was like my hardest thing. And they give you three shots. So the first two, I was like just barely getting it, but the guy wasn't. He was like, "I'm not gonna take that. Like I know you can do better." So he's like, "This is your last time. If you don't get it right, then we're not gonna continue with the driving class." I was like, "Oh my god." So I like prayed, literally like took a moment and prayed and then I did it and I like kind of hit the curb, but he took it. He's like, you're, he's like, you're technically right at the curb. So I'm going to take it. I'm like, oh God, thank you. Like that was the best birthday present as it was just accepting that I have not still yet. I mean, I'm 30 years old. I have still yet to like perfect the parallel parking. I'm just so happy that my car right now has the review camera <laughs> because, oh my God, it's bad. It's so bad. You paralleled, parallel, parallel parked a few weeks ago and I feel like you did a good job. Where'd I do it? Um, I think we were we were somewhere. I forget where we were, but I remember you parallel parking and you did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time where Anthony's like had to have, a, like made me get out of the car. He's like, just get out. <laughs> Dude, so- we have a we have a trailer and I don't know what it is with backing in a trailer. I can back in a car because mm-hmm. I've worked I've worked in valet, um, so I've had to literally like spend hours 
backing in vehicles. So I'm comfortable backing in a car. A trailer is a completely different beast. Oh, yeah. Like Roman, I, I get so close and then he's like, find the pivot. And I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, I don't know what the point is that I'm supposed to. He's like, you you can feel it. I was like, I don't fucking feel anything. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do like at what point do I do it? And so when, when you talk about like backing up, because it's really like backing up into a parking spot or parallel parking because you have to mm, like yeah. you have to turn your wheel a certain way like one direction and then you have to turn it the other direction to turn the car and i just i do not understand that <laughs> by any means and roman's done that same thing to me before where he's like tara just just get out of the car just get out of the car until there was one time where i had to bring it back to mom and dad's and i was like tara you have to do this you're the only person in the car <laughs> took me like 10 solid minutes but oh, I, still, I still ended up doing it mm-hmm. and again 33 still having issues yeah. with with backing in but it's kind of like the same thing having issues parking it's okay i blame i blame the driving instructor you know he gave me my license he's the one that let me pass <laughs> um but yeah we just had like a simple birthday it wasn't like too crazy matt was turning 18 so i think that was like more exciting for for out of the day. two of you yeah um yeah, it wasn't too nothing too crazy. Um, I it's kind of how we normally did family birthdays, but as far as like my party party, um, mom made Italian food and I had just like a bunch of friends over and we hung out in the backyard. Dad did like play the DJ music and stuff, but it was like the cousins and like I was friends with like a couple of like the cousins' basketball friends and stuff like that. So like a few of them came over. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Cody, that was like my best friend. Um, freshman or sophomore year he was a freshman I was a sophomore Cody mm-hmm, I um, Cody. he <laughs> he was an interesting one um yeah he was he was I think he was the only boy there I think it was just big basically all girls it was fun we had a good time like it was it was very very basic nothing too crazy or anything like that um I feel like my crazier parties started happening once I started coming over to your house I'd say <laughs> <laughs> that, that was more of like the the parties I'd say well, that's that's kind of interesting because I guess I didn't ever – well, at that time, you being a sophomore and me being out of the house and in my, in my own apartment and having my own place mm-hmm. is – it's kind of crazy to think about that you had an older sister that didn't live at the house with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, it was totally different when, when, when you were in high school, like, as far as, like, the things that you were doing – you didn't have an older sister to go like hang out with and party with. I had that luxury. It was so great. I mean, mom didn't really, (laughs) mom had restrictions with me once I got my license. So like um, we lived in Ahwatukee, so I could not go past the I-10, which sucked because Chipotle was (laughs) over the 10. (laughs) So I couldn't even go to Chipotle. It was just stupid. I understood her rule. I totally got it. But um, I just remember, like, I the way that I would convince her to let me go to your house is that I would have to take side streets. So I would literally have to take 48th Street all the way down to Baseline from Chandler, and then I would have to take Baseline all the way down to your apartment, which was, like, right past Arizona Mills. Yeah, it was not in the best area. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy, though, because then we ended up – that was your first apartment. Me and Amanda's first apartment was the building right next yeah. to it. Yeah, right. So the, Amanda and Kayla ended up moving out, and, yeah, their their apartment ended up being 
literally like I could have yeah. thrown a rock to it. Yeah. It was that close. It's not, that's crazy to think about. Like, just like the coincidences. I mean, us having our first job, literally same thing. You could have thrown a rock at me. But it got hit pretty hard um, for jobs. And same thing with our first apartments. We just ended D- up following times. each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They were completely different times, different years. I mean, three three years apart mm-hmm. uh, with everything. But it is, it is kind of interesting. I do remember – um, I would like give you the key to my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I would go to, I remember one time going to a show and I don't remember if it was your birthday or what it was. Um, but I let you have the key to my apartment. And then when I came back, like y'all were super drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I wasn't there for the beginning part. This was like back when I was working at Capriati's and we'll go into all that in a few more episodes. But yeah, I remember coming back and y'all were super shit faced. Oh my God. Was that the... Yeah. So that's that's the night that um Okay, let's just back up. Okay. (laughs) We went and got dinner before we went to Tara's house. So we got like burritos and I got a I got like a shredded chicken burrito. Let me just set the point. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So again, I get home. I'm trying to catch up on everybody's level, but I'm also trying to take care of everybody. And again, it's so crazy to think about as you get older, like you were a sophomore. No, like that is 16. That 16. is insane. That's 16. Oh, gosh, I mean, I was, I was so 21. <laughs> and um, so she was she was she was going to the bathroom. So the layout of like my apartment, the guest restroom is right next to the kitchen. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you, you come out of the restroom and the living room is mm-hmm. right there. Um, so you were in the restroom for quite a while. And Joseph, one of our friends, was like knocking on. Was he knocking on the door? Yeah, he was. He was knocking on the door, like pretty much being like, "Like, yo, I need to piss. Like, hurry, you've been in there forever." And all of a sudden, he sees a stream. (laughs) No, I thought that's what it was. Kind of. Okay, so I was in the bathroom for a long time because I was trying to throw up and I couldn't get it to come out. And so he's like, "Hurry, I gotta fucking piss. Like, get out. Like, I gotta pee." So I was like, "Fine." So I got up. And left the bathroom so that he could pee. He closes the door oh, to, so he could yeah, pee. yeah, he was in the bathroom. And I suddenly right. was like, yep, it's coming. So I'm like banging on the door like, you need to hurry up. I'm about to – and I couldn't even finish my <laughs> sentence. The puke started going underneath the, the door and he was like, is that puke? <laughs> yeah, it was him saying it. You're right. So yeah, he was in the restroom. And didn't I try to vacuum you it up? You did. You <laughs> so, vacuumed my puke. So uh, why would I think to do that? I'm such an oh idiot. My oh my gosh. So That's yeah, that terrible. vacuum was ruined. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> like chunks of uh, burrito. Oh yeah. And so Joseph's <laughs> like, what did you eat? Is that pasta? Like it's chicken. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was so oh. funny. We had some fun times at that apartment, but I still can't believe that was your sophomore year. That I know all that, that all that happened. Did you did you go to besides my house? Would you go to any other house parties? Um, I kind of started to go to a few house parties. Um, I think it was kind of more of like um. So that's when I was starting to like be around people that were like in bands and stuff like that. Not the person I used to work with because I steered clear from him. I was so scared of him. But like um, a few girls, this, um, this girl Anissa, she would like know some house parties of like different people. So like that was kind of my way of getting to know other people from different schools was through was through her. Um, and what's weird, what's so crazy is so she was in a band. Hold on. I have to kind of break it down. Okay. So she was in a band called Isa to Kill. Mm-hmm. In that band, she was a bass player. And the lead singer, her name was Lauren, I think. Oh, yeah, Lauren, yeah. Was it Lauren? Yeah, it was Lauren. 
Lindsay? Lindsay. 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 I was like, wait, no, as you're saying it, I'm like, was it Lauren or was it Lindsay? It was Lindsay. <laughs> so Lindsay, um, she was some like a family friend from when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And so like kind of tracking it down, it ended up being like she lived on the block where Mackenzie and Barb used to live. Yeah. And it was just crazy. Like I remember like her parents were like pretty cool with mom and dad and stuff like that. So like I remember seeing her and I'm like, I'm so sorry. This is a weird question. But like, did you still live in this area and blah, blah, blah? Did you know these people? And she's like, oh, my God. So it's just crazy. It was really wild that, you know, all these years I finally like ran run into someone that I know. And it really made me feel a lot more comfortable with things. But no, like I really like that was definitely more my partying phase because they were like in a band and like they would go to these shows and stuff and they'd have like a bus and I would drink in the bus and so, oh my god, I cannot believe <laughs> all of the after parties. Yeah, is, yeah. I I don't feel like I went to very many parties when I was a sophomore. Um, we were still. I feel like there was the transition. So in freshman year, we were going to the movies, but it was very innocent. Yeah, like not really, not really trying to do anything. And um, it wasn't till like sophomore year where uh parks used to be mm-hmm. like a, a really oh, yeah. a really big thing. Like you'd go you'd you'd like get a hold of your friends and be like, yo, let's all go to my house and then we'll all go my big thing was Millennial Park when we were still in the purple house. Oh yeah. You oh yeah, you used to hang out there a lot. All the time. There was this uh hill it's so funny because I never went to that school. I never went no, to Millennial. Yeah. But the schools were just open. I mean, overnight. Like oh, they, yeah, the playground and, like, yeah. oh, just to walk around. Yeah, the gate, they never closed or locked the gate, but there was this one hill. It was, so where the school was, because we lived right across from the school, um, you would have, like, the drop-off area that was closest to our house, and then there was the playground, which we would hang out at the, hang out at the playground a lot, but behind the playground, there was a, like, hill. Like, that was, like, the hill that everybody knew to meet at. Because it was, it, like, the other oh, yeah, you couldn't see. You couldn't see That's it. Right. So you could go hang out. and you sneaky girl. Right? <laughs> right? So you would go and hang, everybody would go and you would hang out there because, like, cars that were driving by mm-hmm. could absolutely not see you. Like, mm-hmm. even the houses behind, they were all one story. So, yeah. like, the houses that faced the park area, like, the open grass field, nobody – nobody could see because they were all one-story houses so we were like full on in the clear to do like whatever we want but like that was really like our our hangout spot was hanging out at the parks I feel like I just got luckier with that because by the time I was a sophomore you had your own place so I feel like I replaced the park scene with being at your house yeah lucky I didn't have to to be out in the heat I didn't have to be out like in the sand or the dirt or anything like that or in grass like I gotta hang out in your living room yeah (laughs) yo especially if you wanted to hang out even if it was summertime during the summer (sighs) you just sucked it up and sweat Mm -hmm. and I think about all the times that you and Amy would walk back and forth between the houses oh yeah all the time any time of the year you guys would just do it and I'm like they're fucking crazy yeah Yeah. you had you had I mean you had motivation (laughs) To to wanna wanna walk because I mean if you were doing the things that we were doing yeah, <laughs> you you can't be like hey bit. mom you wanna uh, <laughs> drop me off at my uh, friend's house you can hook me up with stuff and, th- and then we can just leave like right be <laughs> like can we do a drive by gotta gotta get my plug I don't I never called it a plug when I was younger did you call it a plug do you call it a plug when you were younger oh I never did ever no so it was like it again you would just make do with what you had but you would also meet people mm-hmm. like you would be hanging out at the park and then all of a sudden you. Would would meet like 
random people that lived in the area. Like there was from where the purple house was, there was a gated community mm-hmm. community right next to it. And um, there was this guy that it was, it was around sophomore year that we used to hang out with. Um, and he, I, we literally met him just from randomly walking. And I think he like walked in front of the house once and we just, Amy and I started striking up a conversation <laughs> with him. Gosh, I wish oh I could remember God. his name. Do you remember him? He would have like the shaggy hair. Yeah. He had the, wore beanies. Yeah. He was like, he was pretty time. attractive, but he was like literally just one of our like homeboys. Like Friday nights, he'd roll up on like his bike and yeah. he'd be like, girls, like we were like his girls. Like yeah. we were, he, he protected us like he would never let anybody mess with us Mm -hmm. he would take us to like parties and stuff but he was always like his eyes were always like on us to make sure we were okay Mm -hmm. like it was it was just like a big brother kind of relationship yeah i um god what was i just i'm having a major brain fart (laughs) kayla's having kayla's having oh i was thinking about like like i i had it a lot different like because like back then you could literally just shout, like, if you saw someone, because a lot of people would just, like, be outside, like, roaming mm-hmm. around. So you could shout at people. You can't really do that now. Oh, like, not at not all. something that you do. Like, no one really just walks around. It's way too – unfortunately, it's way too dangerous to do that sort of stuff now. Well, and it's weird. So if – even, like, when I'm driving – and Maricopa, keep in mind, it's, like, one of the top 14 safest cities mm-hmm. in literally – like the the US. Mm-hmm. So it's a very safe city, but even too like nowadays I think about somebody's walking in front of my house I'm like what are they doing? Yeah. Uh get away okay, from my car. Um uh, you don't you, what are you doing? Uh like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> get away from my house. <laughs> For it's real totally it is. Different. It's such a it's such a weird dynamic, but that back then it was you were that's walking there. Yeah. That's what you did. Like you if you wanted to get from point A to point P, point B like that's which you would have to like you what you would have to do yeah i i i know there were a lot of friends that i met in that in that area and it was really because where our purple house was it was a five minute walk 10 minute walk to amy's house so we would literally go back and forth Mm -hmm. all the time like it didn't even really seem that long but yeah parks were a big thing also to um like the there was a park i think it was sunrise did you ever hang out at sunrise park I don't think so. That was another one when I started hanging out with like a different group of friends where we would hang out there. But you would just like if you could get any alcohol, you were drinking (laughs) alcohol there. You were smoking. You were doing like whatever you wanted to do. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times that the police would show up and you just toss everything and they'd pretty much just be like, hey, you guys, like the park's technically closed. You guys got to leave. And be like, "Okay, have a good day (laughs) or have a good night. Bye. And they'd pretty much just watch you leave and like never cause oh, any issues like so a, different now. if you weren't like breaking shit or like causing noise complaints they would pretty much just let you do whatever you wanted as long as you were smart enough and didn't get caught <laughs> yeah the joys of uh, living in a privileged area i guess right and and, and all white tukey yeah <laughs> um too i mean that, that was right around that time frame um, was when we moved to the foothills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a big adjustment. We were just talking about um, how did you feel with that move? Because that was literally moving in that from the house that we had lived in since we were. Since I, I was mean, like almost one or two. Yeah, yeah. And I was in first grade um, or kindergarten. Yeah. First grade that we've lived in that house. And now 
sophomore in high school and parents told us that, oh yeah, by the way, now we're moving all the way to the foothills. Keep in mind, I can't drive by myself at this point, yeah. so I'm pissed. Yeah. Like I was, I was furious. I did not want to move out. Like I was, I was definitely throwing a fit. Like it was inconvenient. The freaking Alex bus didn't even go out there. Mm-hmm. Like I had, I went from this world of like, I can walk anywhere. I can see my homies like wherever I want. Mm-hmm. And then it's, um, by the way, now you're going to be 15 minutes away from everywhere. I feel like it it sucked for you. Like you you definitely had like the the shittier end of the stick because you were you like your best friend was like within walking distance. You had kind of everything that you needed right then and there. I was the opposite end. Again, I w- didn't really have a lot of people nearby that I was like super close with. So, um and I've always I always always I remember I've always wanted to move. I've never, like, in movies or with, like, friends, they're like, oh, I'm moving. I'm like, that's so cool. You get to pack everything up in a box and move everything around and arrange stuff. Like, that's so exciting. Like, looking back now and all the times that I've moved, I hate it now. (laughs) (laughs) hate it so much. So happy I have a house that I don't have to do that. But I remember being so excited. I was so ready and pumped for it. I was like, where are we moving to? It was a much smaller house. It was farther away. It was in a in a district that – or no, it's still in the same district. But the school technically was different. So I should have moved middle schools. But we kept it that way for the time being. Mm-hmm. Thank God. It was right? really nice of them. But, yeah. Yeah, that I, I just remembered being really upset. But – Right around the time frame before we were moving out of the purple house from moving out to the foothills area. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we used to sneak out of the oh house? God, yeah. <laughs> sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> sorry. If you're listening to this. But so I had a method and I didn't like to do a lot of things by myself. So how old would you have been? You would have been in eighth grade. Yeah, like seventh, eighth grade. Oh my gosh, that seems so weird now. That's like honey's age. <laughs> oh my god, that oh, oh, that oh. Is. that's not good. Um, so yeah, well, there were times where I definitely snuck out of the house by myself. So mm-hmm. I think we mentioned before in the purple house, my room was on the second story and it had a window. So my preference, well. Preference number one of sneaking out was always to go through the front door because it's oh, like so, yeah, easy. super easy. Don't have to really deal with anything, but the stairs could be a little tricky because my parents' and the handle, room. The handle was shaky. The handle was shaky. So again, parents' room was downstairs, so it, it did get a little shady at times. So I had to get creative. Um, I remember sneaking out of my house from my window. Keep in mind, my window's on the second story. So what I would do is I would put the uh, trash cans like purposely. Like mm. I would offer to take the trash out. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll, I'll go ahead and take care of that for you guys. And I'd place it very strategically because there was a light so I could go onto my roof, which I went on my roof all oh, the time. Yeah. Like, again, where would you ever see kids on a roof nowadays? Oh, yeah. It's not a happening anymore. Never. But you did it all. I did it all. Time. Even if I was just bored and mm-hmm. I just needed some fresh air. Listen to music. Yeah. Blast right? my music. Yeah. Just sit out on the Draw. roof. Yeah, it was it was amazing because um, I was definitely a night person mm-hmm. back then. And so there was going through my window where I would have to literally step on the lamp to get down to the trash can. Well, mom and dad got a little smart. So <laughs> they uh, started moving the trash cans. Well, I did figure out a way to jump down and that was okay. But then I'd hurt my feet and I was like, ah, I need to figure out a different way. I remember one specific time um, that it was just me that snuck out and I snuck out through the window. So I was like, yo, I'll keep the window unlocked. I'll go ahead and push it out. That'll be quieter. Dumb. 
It's not quieter to sneak out of a window. Like, come Which on, Tara. The downstairs window out of the kitchen. Oh, so, you know, okay. the first okay, window yeah. on the right. So the screen was popped off for some reason. I think we kept it off just in case we locked ourselves out mm-hmm. or something. And so I was like, perfect. I'll sneak out of the window. So sneak out of the window. Go, like, hang out with friends and stuff. When I fucking get back, the window's locked. Dad's not up. Mom's not up. They just locked the window. And then they're like, she'll figure out a way to get in. Bet your fucking ass I figured out a way to get in. (laughs) Yo, my small, like, little Tara climbed up the house with no trash can and made it back into my window because they did not lock my window to my room. So they just locked that window. And then I don't even think that they had brought it up that next day. Um, It was just kind of whatever they didn't even realize it but there was also another time that we snuck out when i took you and Haley with me yeah it was right after i got my license i like have my own car um we i I actually got i'm pretty grateful for what i got i mean my aunt and uncle aunt patty and uncle alan were getting rid of one of their cars so they sold it for me for a dollar and it was it was my first car but i i literally remember taking you and taking Haley, and i'm like you know it's summer we're not doing anything right now. It's like two in the morning. Let's let's go for a drive. Yeah. Like let's let's just sneak out. We'll go for a drive. So we're we're out. We go to Pecos Road, which Pecos Road and Awatuki before, right? Right now with a huge freeway and it'd be super scary to drive mm-hmm. on. But before it was literally there was nobody on this mm-hmm. road. Like you would drive forty five miles an hour, but it was just completely blank. Mm-hmm. And I think I had you and Haley drive. Like yeah. we snuck we goofed. Went to, where did we go? I think like Altadena. Oh, yeah. We went to Altadena and then we drove on Pecos Road and that was one of the first times that I figured out cruise control. So I accidentally put cruise control on and then I like took my foot off the gas and I was like, oh my gosh, the car's driving itself. And I was like, how do I stop it? How do I stop the cruise control? And Haley, who's younger, but she's (laughs) obviously driven cars before and she was like, just put your foot on the brake. And I was like, no, oh my gosh, I did it. And I was like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Having somebody, a kid who's younger than me, (laughs) tell me how to take off cruise control. So it was hilarious. Um, But I I loved those memories. Like just, just that feeling of being young and feeling like you can be free for a little while. And like, Like the the trouble that you would get in was worth the taking the risk. Yeah. I don't think we ever got caught that I can think about it. We didn't. Yeah, but on by the time I was a sophomore, though, I feel like it was just a lot easier for me. I didn't second have to child sneak. syndrome, a hundred percent. I didn't have to sneak out. I didn't have to do any of those things. I could be like, "Mom, I'm gonna go to Cody's house and I'm gonna hang out there until eleven thirty. Um, I'll be back after." At least she knew where I was. If I wasn't home by eleven thirty, she knew I was at Cody's house. Or I'd be like, "I'm going. I'm gonna walk to Casey's because they were right around the corner and stuff." Mm-hmm. Like I, I had it a lot more free. You kind of like, kind of like, led the path of the chaos, and then I was like, I was like the flower girl, <laughs> <laughs> just like being dainty and putting flowers. And like da da da, like whatever. I don't have to ask permission for anything. <laughs> oh my gosh, totally second child syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Well, even like we were talking about um, when I was younger. I wanted. I think this might have been right in between fres- freshman and sophomore year. Well, everybody was shaving their arms like it was the oh, thing yeah. to do, and. <laughs> Mom, I think I guess I was being a little shit to her or something right around that time frame because she's like, oh, yeah, I'll let you do it. But you have to be nice to me for a month. 
I was like, really? Which was kind of hard because, like, I mean, we we lovingly make fun of our mom a lot. All the time still. <laughs> so, like, that was hard for to do it for a whole month. And especially, like, the no bickering or arguing and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure that was a little difficult for you. Well, I, I debate a lot. And yeah. I, I did that when I was younger and I still do it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I remember I had to be nice to her for an entire month. And then I got to the month. I got through it. I think I just kind of shut up and – didn't say anything pretty much for that entire month <laughs> and i got to shave my arms and then this bitch over here oh she what did you do i was like hey mom can i shave my arms and she was like ask dad and i asked dad I said hey dad can i shave my arms he said yeah just don't hurt yourself <laughs> what what is that i i i don't get that see i'm never honey's gonna never have to deal with that because she's <laughs> she's the oldest and the youngest sibling yeah, all, all combined all into combined. one but i'm like what like how does that even how is that even fair? It's totally not fair. It is a second child syndrome. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, seriously for real. Well, I but I I do feel like everything that we experienced in those years and it is crazy the different experiences that we had sophomore year, mine versus yours. Oh yeah, it's it's totally different. But like we still had like those years of like just like growing up a little bit more because. Mm-hmm. By that, like, it was, just, it was like, I guess it'd be like a caterpillar kind of thing. Like, right now would be like, we're, we're just about to open our cocoon. Yeah, junior year. Junior year is where it finally opens. And then senior year is where we're like, get me out of here, cocoon. We're ready to go. <laughs> we're ready to spread our wings. We are absolutely ready to spread our wings. And then it literally, like, it just starts all over again once you get into college. <laughs> right? So you get, you become a butterfly. You're confident. Like, in, especially your senior, you're like, nothing can nothing mess can with me. me. Nothing can stop me. And then all of a sudden, like, reality hits freshman year and you're like, now you're an adult. Yeah. Learn how to deal with this stuff because school does not teach you any of that. Heck yeah. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And always remember, don't embarrass the family name.